0: Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Cliff Central Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.
1: Hey, you're with the Futurology Show right here on Cliff Central. You've got me, Brett Lindsay, the digital philosopher in studio. And as always, the rest of the Futurology team
2: is made up of Mr. Michael Cowan. Yep. How's it there, Brett? Nice to be here again. And we've got, uh, fortunately, because he was busy doing last week, as opposed to saying, we have... B3 B three.
0: Hello everybody, how are you guys
2: doing? Which one are you on? Oh, you're on that
1: one Hold on, do that again
0: Control Z undo (laughs) Repeat Hello everybody There you are This is B3 I have a slightly husky, sexy voice this morning Um, The African digital disruptor has been rocking squirrels by doing and not just saying And that's a big thing There are so many people
1: out there talking, talking, talking Digital, digital, digital But how many people are actually doing?
0: Yeah,
2: I uh, agree. Quite agree.
0: Where have you gone? I've turned you off now. I'm having a great uh, day am today. I? Yeah, I'm back. Hi. I've w- just had a look at his knobs, and they aren't polished. No, sorry,
1: or shiny, or any of those things. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll but take, but take tw- a leave.
2: Twitter is getting mad here with Brett's husky voice. So, <laughs> you, know, no, <laughs> you clearly have the voice for You right have here. the voice, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: yeah, but-, but it comes with a rusty cough as well.
1: So today we've had, a, we've been talking about a lot of stuff over the last three weeks. We've been talking mm-hmm. about the future of knowledge, the future of machine learning, the future of agile. And for those of you that aren't aware of what all those are, we'll do a bit of a recap today on those, on those shows. And we'll also tweet out those podcasts. So if you did miss them, don't worry. You can listen in to four hours of the Futurology show and get really well informed
0: and start. Knowing what you can do. And uh, clearly digital. we have weekends ready to oh, yeah. spend all our time listening to All that such time in traffic. Oh, traffic. Yeah, disrupt traffic with a podcast. It. Fantastic. I think yeah. that's a great idea.
2: Become intelligent while sitting in traffic. Now that's a thing. I mean seeing we but spoke about the I think you've uh, got higher aspirations yeah, for our That show is why then. it's coming from Mike, right? <laughs>
1: uh, come on, Oakes. <laughs> Hashtag what Mike said. There we go. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we will be talking about it. Like I said, it's a lot a lot has happened. I mean, we've we've spoken about a lot, and during all that time, there's been a lot of things actually being done. And I think that's exciting. And it's 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 sometimes a good idea to just pause and reflect on SpaceX getting Rocket ships to to land, land. and also they're going to go do a round trip to to the moon the first time in 45 years or something crazy like that
0: in a Tesla. Fascinating, (laughs) a Tesla Model (laughs) Three, the
1: the best one out of the world. (laughs) Excellent. So hopefully we can uh, we'll get we'll get on point. But um, Brett Sinclair, you released a really good article that you launched this morning.
0: Uh, last night. Last Um, night. I must admit, I guess I was uh, feeling a little bit. is it frustrated? It, it, it's a matter of this um, doing rather than talking. Yes. Um, so last night I, uh, I was actually playing around with some of our technology. We At the bank, we've just launched the first time probably in South Africa that we're doing straight through processing. Yeah. So you can buy a check count without going to a branch. woo I yeah. did that
2: on f didn't I? Uh,
0: but the branch then called you and then you had to go back yeah. and the branch uh, had to. Ah, okay. So – we know we don't even get our call center involved so it is truly oh, like wow. an e-commerce experience so i was really chuffed with the team and i was sitting back there thinking to myself isn't it interesting that the people who are disrupting the large organizations because they're always under you know it's this whole d- digital disruption thing are actually being driven by the consumer who's using their technology exactly. right yeah And that very same consumer who's using the technology and very critical about these amazing experiences that Google, Facebook, Twitter, all these guys offer are the same staff members in these large organizations. So I started exploring that, trying to get to the kind of bottom of why. Why are we so comfortable to sit back and and read about it and and Mm. be part of the ecosystem in our normal lives? But when it comes to the workspace – we decide to fight that change. We are not being part of this digital disruption. So I explore that quite a bit, and I'll, I'll tweet the article yeah. out now. Yeah. But I'd love to get your guys' view on that, right? Yeah. Why, why do we become different beasts at work? You, why you, don't we continue to be part of this digital disruption in the South African workspace? I,
2: I've got a, I've got a- Qu- quite a simple answer to that and and you know, you know what it's 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 even going back to the days of where digital marketing started we moved from traditional marketing into digital marketing um and and it's like asking people who are habitual well, it's like asking a drug addict to stop, stop stop taking drugs tomorrow and i think that's the big challenge is people have got back into bad habits or, or they've created bad habits a way of doing things and it's the politics it's the politics the of the organization. Yeah. The politicians are taking over in the organizations. And it does. It comes back to what we were t- talking about on the future of learning. And how do we as an organization or as organizations become more agile, more adept at doing things? And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really challenging uh, framework for most organizations because they just don't understand how to become more effective at what they're doing. I'll tell you what. Shots fired. You listening? Yeah. That was serious shots fired. Yeah. yeah. MP five assault rifle. I rifle. I just shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I disrupted that thought. You did no, you disrupted something else. But let's not go down that road.
0: Sure. If I could only tell you what the smell was like.
2: <laughs> but it's true though. I mean the the there are
1: guys that are just the disruption needs to start from somewhere and it's sometimes People have gone on geographical missions to find the source of the Nile, but nobody's actually gone on an intellectual journey of the source of disruption. And so it's,
0: I, I struggle with this every day in a large organization. And well, I didn't address this point in the article. But if you look at a large organization, it is literally putting your your two hands together in a prayer format. And mm. people, the key principle there is that we're promoting people. Because they're better than their colleagues hmm. at KPIs that we artificially set up. That's the core principle. Yeah, quite so agree. you climb to the top of this ladder, and in theory, you are the best. You are better than everyone else beneath them. Now, in this world of digital disruption, the culture that these businesses build is a very flat structure. Yeah. So my hands have pulled apart here for the viewers, uh, for the listeners. The viewers. The We're viewers. viewing this quite nicely. Uh, no, no, when I say viewers, I mean the two of you. So our hands are pulled apart. And what we're trying to do there is get to a flat structure where the top is not management but leadership. And the core principle that is driven in that organization is we are always going to hire better than us. Yeah. So now what ends up happening is in your traditional organization, I don't trust the people below below the stack. And in a new organization is, well, of course I'm going to trust you because you're better than me at doing this. Yeah, And absolutely. maybe that's where the crux sits. But I have no idea how we're going to move from a traditional to a digital. And then, and this yeah. is the path I enjoy, right? I'm living through it, yeah. trying to do it. So maybe I'll tell you guys in a year's time. But right now, it's, yeah. it's, it's flummoxs me. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: But the problem that causes with – it's not so much – there's a problem inside the enterprises and corporates that are doing that. But then there's also this problem of – uh, individuals trying to get into that corporate. So they're going to go in and either they'll tell the truth and they'll say, well, this is where I'm. And then maybe are a little bit underwhelmed by where they end up on this pecking order of, of the corporate structure or they're going to overinflate themselves and realize that they're actually pretty insipid at their job by the time they get the position that they get. Yeah. And in which case a flatter structure will accommodate for that uselessness because there's a team mentality behind them that'll actually still move the entire thing forward. But in a very up and down, hold your hands in a prayer shape it fails immediately. It's the Microsoft root process tree rather than the Linux yeah. process
2: tree. Actually, and
0: go for it, Mike. No, I
2: was, was going to say, because cause what, what you're describing here is actually a bigger challenge because it's really the challenge between centralization and decentralization. Yeah. You, you know, true central, decentralization is a blockchain which yes. I'm really excited about mm. because we're going to be talking about that yep, soon yep. with someone who actually does it. Um, and if we look at the way society is constructed today, it really is around the centralization principle. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at our, our governments, our, our religious organizations, uh, economics, it's all built around this principle of centralization, yeah. which really comes down to power and control and manipulation. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's and a that's big the challenge. politics in work, right? hundred percent. Come back a full circle into that. But do you think politics
1: in enterprises or big corporate structures like that would be As a parent If everybody just told the truth And actually did What they were meant to do Because the only reason Why politics exists Is because the person on the top Is worried that the person On the bottom Is going to get his job Correct And this is where I'd
0: like to Cue in Agile
1: Yeah And that's what we spoke about Last week With the guys from Igniter We had Justin Cuts On the show I mean
0: I have to admit That is one of my Favorite topics And I'm really disappointed I wasn't able to make it And the, the irony Was that I was taking part In the banks first at, at sea level, mm. scrum of scrums. The scrum and of scrums. It was quite ironic that. We Did were you sit in a big chair full of swords? It well, it's we, like the Game of Thrones scrum of scrums. It does feel like that. However, it was a stand-up.
1: <laughs> ah. Was it a five-hour stand-up? Because those can get laborious. <laughs> it's a bit tiring.
0: Yeah. So okay. all kudos, that, but that's great though. That's being adopted yeah. further up the stack, right? So we're yeah. trying to really unpack agile.
1: So while so, we were talking, it you were actually doing and we living actually it. doing it, right? Fantastic.
0: And I, I was listening to some of Justin's comments yes. around. Um, Creating these augmented teams yes. And for me a, a key principle of Agile That I love That that opens up the transparency Is that when you step up to that Kanban board You are taking a task in front of your peers yeah. Yeah. That you get to execute on In the next six hours And if you do not get to execute on it In the next six hours Then your peers hold you to it So mm. it becomes ultra transparent in the agile process which removes all politics and all the reporting lines and all the overinflated overhead that we have to create to be able to understand what's going on in the organization because it's very very flat
2: yeah well i i i just want to jump in on that because you know you know because i'm i'm the contrarian in the in the group here uh, there's an interesting principle around this. We, we've got the idea of the chief fun officer, the foosball, your Google environments. And and what it actually talks to is a more fundamental issue in, in my mind around the fact that the organizations that we work in are designed to be non-fun, whereas life should be fun. Life, life should be good. It should be beautiful. In fact, it was Plato that said for the digital philosophy, that which is good is beautiful and that which is beautiful is good. So Wow, wow Mike Hashtag. Hashtag what Mike <laughs> said What Socrates said What Plato said Who was it Plato? It was Plato It was Plato But the, the point I'm is I'm the philosopher Get off my turf <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I, I'm now the digital re- renegade Okay He's disrupting me well, even I, I, See <laughs> It's I, rife I, In fact I'm beyond disruption I'm you. You can disrupt and you can philosophise. I'll be beyond
0: disruption. <laughs> but no. It's, but seriously, I love that position, by the way.
2: Yeah, no, because I, I I can get away with anything. Uh, but the point is that the That's fact not that we what have
0: your wife says hashtag <laughs> Brett. <said. laughs>
2: what Brett said. What Brett said. Moving back to to the focus of the fun officer. Yes. You know, the idea of a fun officer is a misnomer. And and you you know work should be constructive. And and it should be a meaningful environment for us to to express ourselves in, and that's what I think is also lacking in here. And this, I think, with what we're looking at in terms of digital, the future of education. I mean, we were talking around mm. the idea that yeah. matric is actually becoming irrelevant. It it really is becoming irrelevant, and and I I do think that that as we, yeah. Uh, well, it depends? Let's not even open
0: that door. But uh, especially if my children are listening.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Get <laughs> back to the books, boys.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. But the idea of, 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 um, this constructive environment that we work yeah. in, I think is, is, is going to become even more important. And certainly you were saying how much you love working with millennials. This is what they're looking for. And, and we, we pay too much attention to the millennials. They're not the guys with the purchasing power right now, but they will be.
0: So they're mm. coming. Yes. Mm. So they're not here yet, but they're coming. You're actually pulling back into what we spoke about with UBI, right? Yes, universal
1: basic income.
0: That's it. And what I love about that is it frees us up from the mundane of having to be able to earn a living, to be able to get the roof over our head and food and all that kind of stuff. And we can start focusing on areas of our job life or work life or what we want to achieve in life that is interesting. Where we're solving Absolutely. real customer problems, yeah. right? Absolutely. Now, I've just come out of a session now where we've done a workshop around Simon Sinek's um, Start with the Golden Y. Yeah. The golden Circle with the Y in the middle, yeah. right? Um, and we were with a bunch of millennials. And it was fascinating to unpack why a consumer would want a bank. Yeah, so at all. That. At all. Transactional. Yeah, just why? Yeah. What is it? Is it a membership that you're part of? Um is it because of money? Is it because we trust money? What is the why factor? Mm. As much that um he uses the example of Apple Mac, right? Where yeah. he says, you know what our why is that we're trying to build amazing, beautiful uh uh technology and we're about thinking differently. Yeah. That's their why. Yeah. So what is the why for traditional businesses? And I think As traditional businesses, we spend way too much time on that how.
2: I I quite agree. And, Brett, you and I were part of an organization that was an an exponential organization. And and it it went belly up. And it was a business called Money for Jam. Um, And and what was missing for us in that organization was the
0: the massive transformational purpose. Correct. It was was about how do we make money and not… What problem are we solving for our customer and be uh, religious about it,
2: right? No, absolutely. Um, and, and the initial idea of why the business started was profound. And, it, and it's what attracted everyone into the organization. And by the time we got to the end of the road, um, well, I'm not too sure some people ever got onto the road, quite frankly. But, um, you know, by the time we got to that point, it it, it had lost that, that fundamental purpose of why are we going to go to war to make this succeed? And and the motivation wasn't there, but that why is so important. And especially when you're thinking about this world of exponential growth, which is what digital allows you to do. Yeah. It allows you to scale. And it comes back to what Justin yeah. was saying. How do we get um, – instead of growing at a 1, 2, three, four, uh, 5, we're yeah. growing at a two, four, eight, sixteen, yeah. thirty-two? 16, oh, 32. forget
1: that. Even at the power of E. Yeah, exactly. And you the miss power one. Power of Love it. The power of E. Yeah. And that's not the drug. Kids, that's exponential
2: rate of growth. <laughs> that's it. And, and it's <laughs> tough. You've got to maintain that energy, that momentum and that focus. But so
1: Simon Sinek, sorry to interrupt you three, mm. but uh, Simon Sinek says, start with why he doesn't say start with why and forget about how, what and who. Yeah. Correct. And I think that's what a lot of the guys are saying. Cool. I've got this great idea. I have no idea how I'm going to do it. I have no idea who's going to use it. I have no idea what it is.
0: Really, but it's a good idea. And that's where your lean startup, and I, I call it lean agile, right? Yes. You're leaning into agile, and you're taking the same prototype, iterate, learn. Build, measure, learn, and, yeah. You know, Build, measure, and learn. Cycle. Yeah. And guys, by the way, this is very difficult to do. Yeah. We, we've been doing it for a year and a half in the bank. And Simon uh, – um, Eric Ries. Justin. Oh,
1: Justin could see it. had there. a very, yeah. very
0: good point. It's in pockets. Yeah. yeah. Because it's easy Sprint. to take agile mm-hmm. in the technology sense. Now, in theory, you could take the whole business in a lean startup sense, yeah. And we do; we bring business unit owners into it, and it's easy to do when you are launching and building a yeah. product. Totally, but, well, to get from zero to something is great. zero to something, correct? Mm. I, I, I guess I say easy, easier, mm. because you still got to ask the right question, yeah. Like, what question are you actually solving? Um, but once you're live, it becomes a magnitude more difficult to do this in a live product situation. We've got live customers where you're trying to generate live revenue. And I think that's what both our VC communities, our startup communities um, Mm. struggle to get their heads around. Um, What blew me away was Justin's uh, stat of out of the top 500 ink, 500 yeah, Yeah. that one-third – was it one-third or one-fifth?
1: It was a small amount.
0: I think it was one fifth, right? Yeah. We're actually using outside funding. Yeah. That they had yes. figured out the model yes. themselves yeah. to turn it around. And guys, that's a massive achievement. Yeah, like, First hand, it is very difficult to do. Yeah. Now try to do it in a traditional organization.
2: So, can, is, yeah. So sorry, Brett. Uh, mm. Just just to throw a counterbalance balance in that, because it was something I was really interested in getting from Justin, as as an organisation, and you doing it in a bank. How do you take a product? Let's take a random product, Omo, mm. or or gold tomato sauce. You know, these are very traditional. Hey, sorry, <laughs> sorry. squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Sorry, I completely 36. lost myself.
1: How many? Can you do that? Ah, oh,
2: there we go. Oh, there we go. That, that okay, took back, back in your third. Yeah. What is so, what is so, all gold one? So, yeah, thirty six tomatoes. There we go. For <laughs> anyone is listening, here, we're talking about how many tomatoes going to bottle of all gold but
0: anyway or in the, the futurology studio mm. yes exactly wow.
2: yeah there might be a few rotten tomatoes flying sounds right like up. a
0: google interview anyway
2: it does it really does so but back I, on point that squirrel's dead yep. that squirrel is dead exactly so how, how does a brand like that or a product like that become agile and iterative because it's a big challenge correct oh
1: if people burn if everybody correct. in society burns their tongue on the same day they might have to consider changing the recipe but there you go there are some guys i think part of agile is sorry to I'm sure you're going to jump in with an amazing thought now, Mr. Brett Sinclair. But the uh, part of Agile is knowing when to use it and if to use it. I think there's so many guys that have got – it's like this buzzword again in the industries. And a big ship isn't going to become a speedboat just because they decided
0: that they were going to adopt Agile. Yeah. Um, it's Agile doesn't help fast forward. It doesn't make things quicker. It reduces your risk of getting it right. It allows you a safe space within which to fail. Correct, but you you know what the problem
2: though is 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 Brett is if we look at the the traditional retailer environment, it's getting hammered, Mm. and and I I think certainly you know people have less money available um, than they used to, so that's part of the problem. But all of these retailers are struggling, you know all these um, you know the consumer packaging industry. Mm. How how do they use this thought process? Because I mean, this is the problem you have in a bank. You're a very traditional, old school. Multicultural organization When you look at your history How how do they use Agile to reduce the risk Maybe not to to become an Agile product But to minimize the risk and exposure And to make sure they hit the numbers
0: Well I'm going to use the car industry Yeah As an example here right So Agile is built off A very similar model As they use in Toyota What's it the or Something like that process um, they take a bunch of principles from there, like always look to refine and remove waste. Your five wives. Your five wives. So I can't. I bet you can't name. What the is five that again? Now you've done it. Yeah. Why? We've just challenged you. Can what? you name the five wives?
2: Five wives. Wives. Five wives. Yeah, no, I've only got one wife, so my name is not Jacob Zuma. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so the five whys are why, 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 why. That's us with a W. That confused me. Yeah, no, it confused me. It was a very clever way of me explaining the five whys. whys. You (laughs) ask the question, why? You know, you get the answer, ask the question, why? And eventually, you get down to the barest essence of of the problem you're trying to solve. It's
1: like that annoying ad we had in the 90s or the early 90s with that kid sitting, Why? Why, daddy? Why? Exactly. Because you have such an inquiring mind. And I think that's a good point, actually, because we don't have inquiring
0: minds anymore. So. Part of the agile process is that curiosity kills the cat, right? Yes. You've got to keep getting to the right question. Yeah. Keep yeah. asking why. So I challenge the teams in, in the bank because we have a lot of regulation, right? Yeah. Regulation and compliance is an excuse the whole time. And all of that was put there with the intention to help the customer. Mm-hmm. And we, te- yeah. we, we tend to forget that. So I always challenge the teams to keep asking why. Get to the root cause. So going back to the retailer, so I pick on the um, car manufacturer – they through time have iterated to yeah. the point where they are pretty much an agile organization yeah. churning out yeah. these huge products the only and and it does take time to build a car right mm. Mm. so agile isn't about you know necessarily building this amazing product in less time mm. yes you will use lean startup to get to a minimal viable product lean startup is what gets you into the market yeah. quickly yes. to be able to understand have I got the right thing? Get the customer feedback quickly, and you will iterate. So our mobile app is only now reaching the point where we are happy with it. We launched it in four months; it's taken a further six months to mm. get to the point where we're happy. And how many developers were killed in the process of that? Many, many, many. <laughs> ah, there we go. No, but that's that's that's
1: sometimes the task. I mean, you, it's very task oriented. It's very goal focused, mm. and I think that's what's great about agile. You know, at the end of it, you're going to have something. Yeah. There's, and that's 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 what's great about sort of flat organizational structures, goal-oriented teams, um, high-performance teams, even. So yeah. you you can get a great product in a short amount of time because you're giving yourself the space to iterate. And
0: how fulfilling must when that it feel goes live? when you're part of that team that is got it live quickly and is learning very quickly yeah. from the customer yeah. whether they got it wrong or right and that's again where your agile kicks in yeah. let's learn let's iterate let's turn it let's do our sprints let's take responsibility mm-hmm. for me agile is more of a culture yeah. around it, the process it, of a quite agree. Of lean startup it, just a question on that because you you raised the the point around
2: manufacturing mm-hmm. and and I I just think of automation because you say, how, how long does it take a, a car to get out in this mm. world of automation? The impact that it's going to have and on all it. the
1: machine learning behind that, uh, as exactly, well. Like, oh, is,
2: exactly. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. how do we combine agile with automation? Because now automation is implied that there's a structured process, which yes. maybe it talks to what you're saying around optimize machine the mundane task.
0: Yeah. Actually, think about the software, right? So, You've got lean startup, which is the process of walking yourself through this, uh, the, the, the 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 getting to a prototype. Mm-hmm. You've got agile, which is the day-to-day activities of getting through the workload. Then there's DevOps, and DevOps is an automated software engineering process. So yeah. in the bank currently, it'll take a quarter to get all the work through the systems and to a point where we release. Mm-hmm. But combine that with agile, lean startup, and a automated software engineering process. As you click commit on your code, it'll go through an automatic build cycle, which runs a bunch of tests in different environments, gives you a green or a red, whether it passed or not. Mm. And then it'll get to the build cop stage where you can decide to release that code immediately if you wanted to. Mm. So in 20 seconds, you can have live code out there. And that to me is the same as the automation process in a a manufacturing sense. Cool.
1: Um, I like the automation side of, of the discussion as well. I, mm. Henry Ford had a quote that if I had to ask all the pu- the public what they wanted before I bought the car, they would have just told me faster horses. Um, the truth is consumers and clients and businesses often don't know what they don't know. So we've spoken a lot about things that maybe some, some of our listeners have never heard of. Mm. What are some practical things that people can do now, business owners, mm. individuals, entrepreneurs? What? What are some practical things that they can do now? And who can they go to? Where can they go to? Well, to start so it's, changing.
0: I really think it's important to take the TLAs against the UBI and need to transact ASAP, against the blockchain RC, where we are. Have...
1: But if you SMS. You <laughs> but get is, it.
0: That, is that clear now? <laughs>
1: yeah. Got it. Yeah, clear as mud, bro. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: again. Because so think... we're
1: talking about the guys that talk, that's talk about digital. Now I want to say, well, what do, how do we do?
0: So, mm. what's the most important factor of do? Now. Yeah. Yes, so that's my first step. I, I, I generally always, I'm always talking about the three steps. So the first step is do it now. It doesn't matter how much you know or don't know. I remember when I joined the world of internet from mobile. I thought, oh my god, I'm miles behind everybody. Um, I, I'm terrified to step into this domain. Mm. Stepped into it and realized, told them, but this is stuff I'm already doing. Read about it, built my knowledge started doing putting teams together releasing stuff guys to the point where I started building my own websites and I'm not necessarily a software engineer by trade but the stuff is so easy to do yeah and it even goes to the point of embrace and live turn digital into everything right yeah it's all around us no absolutely it's not a department in your business it, it, it is your business it, it, it is it. your business so so live it as well as work it so use
2: Instagram. Can, can I create some hope for everyone here? Mm. Because when I first met Brett, we were actually working at a paint manufacturer. And I used to go to him and say, please, can you produce these reports for me? Because it was just, you, know, you, you, you couldn't get any database stuff working. You had to go to a coder who actually had coded all together.
0: Natural, Adabas, and cobol. Thanks, Blascon.
1: There we go. There we go. So, so those weren't coding languages. They were,
0: no, they were coding Ah, languages. I guess he's now showing my age. I didn't want to admit that I knew how to code legacy stuff. Yeah. But in other words, if Brett can do it, you can do it too. Correct. Oh, dear. Sorry. Sorry. I had a few beers lost. And when he says Brett, he means both of us. Yes. I know. (laughs) It's like very
1: convenient for you, Mr. Michael. There we go. No, but there, there is a lot of great things around agile and the ideologies and coming up with new ideas and, and starting with why and all this stuff. But I've, I believe that if you're going to go and use a model in your business, you need to use that same model on your business. You need to, If you're going to go and preach it out there, you need to go and say, well, let's yeah. do it. Let's not just talk it. Let's do it. And it's, it's not just about having a radio show and it's all running away to our own individual things. Mm. Anybody out there can say, I have an idea. Well let's let's do something now myself with what I can do. Yeah. Find someone that can help me make it better. Build measure learn. Build measure learn. And Beautiful. It's a great way to just start it. And this idea, the thing that breaks my brain, that Agile allows is IP is useless if it's not shared. There's so many of these IP hoarders out there saying, I've got the yeah. best kept secret and I'm not going to tell you because it's great. And if I tell you, then you're going to go do
0: it. Yes, I am going to do it. It's a it great is the corporate ladder, right? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you because then you'll know more than me. You'll get promoted. My competitive advantage. Yeah. I have a competitive knowledge, advantage in my knowledge. So, Brett, to your point, but, but take a model. Go do it. Yes. But it doesn't have to be perfect, right? So I keep like We've got agile purists in our business Who freak out um, And they're generally in the format of a scrum master That's sort master. of f- paradoxical we, No, it's nuts, right? <laughs> yeah. like you you shouldn't extremes. have people that are
1: agile Freaking out that agile's not going the way agile is supposed to go
0: <laughs> hey? Isn't it nuts? So for me It is picking what works for you yeah. And when you start doing it and again, this is why it's difficult to do it in a large organization because you are sitting with this problem of waterfall everywhere else. Yeah. And what you do find is this excuse of, well, I'm not able to do agile or agile sucks. So I'm going to fall back to shitty waterfall. Yeah, yeah. So shitty agile is as bad as shitty waterfall. So you're right. Pick a process that works for you. And if you're really good at waterfall, stick with it. It's, yeah. you know, I, I'm eight years of waterfall. I love it. I enjoy it. But Agile works for my organization right now because we're de-risking the amount of investment in getting it right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: We're gonna to need to move away from Agile for I a was second. Just about we're to say. in twenty seconds. But I mean there's things like gamification, this this idea that incentivized workplaces are helping people become more task oriented and getting better production out of teams and all that stuff. But I think we need to have in the future, we will have a the future of gamification or the future of yeah. uh, production progress whatever it may be but uh we've got a lot of great stuff coming up in the future we are going to do we're looking at a two-part um series on the future of fintech which is going to be great that's right up your alley B- bs and,
0: and we're going to get a whole lot of uh, bs bs maybe I BS. should Should we drop b3 and go for bs i, I, I think well you so. speak enough of it so it makes sense that you live <laughs> it
2: yeah I I I, think so. I I I think that's a great one
0: <laughs> you can smack Sorry. me later <laughs> So BS it is then. I'll adopt.
2: <laughs> see, see how
1: slow
0: he is. I've been saying BS just just be and group for the last uh, quite a while. I used uh, to think
1: you were humble, but you just don't type fast enough on your WhatsApp. It's like oh, I'm just going to be quiet now. I'll just take that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Sorry. I mean. we'll, we'll let you get back in now. So
0: what's more exciting about planning the future shows <laughs> My turn next. is the amount of international and it's and we're going to get. It, oh, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we've got some real heavyweights coming. Yes. And I must admit, we, to get that exposure, because I think we'll learn two things. The first one is we're not the only ones doing it. Yeah. You, to, you know, everyone's got the same challenges. Yeah. And they'll have some gems that will mm. work in mm. our space. We look at what's happening now. I mean, we've had, there's been some
1: CEOs that have stepped down recently and that are going yes. to go to some places. And we, um, we, Detwe? Yep. If you're listening, we want to get you on the show. Yes, please. Ryan Armstrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. All you guys, if you're hearing your names, uh, well, I hope you're hearing your names. First of all, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, B, we'd like you on the on the show. But that's going to start asking. It's going to start raising some questions. There are heavy hitters out there that are saying, "You know what? There's a better way of doing this." And if I can't do it in the big ship, I'm going to find myself a speedboat. Correct. Yeah. Because they are impact and great players. Great thinkers, these guys. Yeah. Right? They're innovative They're and trying new things. The trundling along in big corporate enterprise doesn't exactly help for the most creative, ambitious, and agile environment. Um, one of the other things we spoke about is automation, but predominantly the topic of today is disruption. So we're still on air. Sorry, we've just lost some lights. We are still on air as far as I know. Yep. You look great. Cool. I, I look better. I've just drastically yes, improved yes. in it's the dark. darkness. It's
2: like a ghost. Over- so
1: that was disruptive in, its, in itself. And there are forces that we can control, and there's forces that we don't control. But disruption um, is very much about that changing force. Um, what... Is it going to do in the future? Eventually, I mean, you you made a statement in one of your tweets that was probably in line with the article.
0: Let's disrupt the disruptors. Correct. So I keep talking about, it, and I know it's a bit confusing, that the disrupted will disrupt the disruptors. Yeah, yeah. And you see it with uh, so Google used to disrupt everybody. Now everybody's disrupting Google. Yeah, true. Facebook used to disrupt everybody. Now Facebook's being disrupted left, right, and center. So it is not just because you're a legacy organization you're going to be disrupted. Our business models are going to continuously change, right? I mean, I, I just keep thinking about the impact of UBI on the as on society as well as our business models. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we're going to see this continuous disruption. and. But it's people who don't want to change, but that's the thing.
1: So it'll be disruption if your perspective is against change. Mm. If your perspective is with change, you're actually not disrupted anymore. You're empowered because now you can start saying, well, I see the change. I accept your change. I'm going to raise your change. Let's go. It does sound a bit like Ray
0: Kurzweil's law of accelerated returns, right? Oh, really? So cool. um, <laughs> High so, me. Yeah. I mean, so – You've got Moore's Law, yes. which is hardware yes. accelerating. I accept that level of uh, cost reduction and improvement on your CPU power. I'm going to raise you one. Yes. Moore's Law is saying always build your tools on the best possible tools. Yes. So that your tools become the best possible tools. Exactly. And someone will build mm. their best tools. and po- Yeah. It's that same exactly. raising the bar. Once you've gone there, because it's so uh, ubiquitous, this information, yes. once we've spoken about it, it's there – Next person can go solve the next problem as quickly as they can.
1: Yeah, and that's the the great thing about this connected, collaborative world that we live in. This this idea that at one point, at some point in the in the future, the planet will literally just become one thing. It won't be called. We won't call it the World Wide Web or the Internet. We're just one thing. This one central, amazingly connected wealth of knowledge, and I really
0: feel humans are starting to
2: lack. But I, I you know, competitiveness. You know, well, when, when you, you look you at automation,
1: AI, and machine learning, yeah. we're at the bottom of that chain. Exactly. You, you,
2: no, 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 guys. No, I, I disagree. Great. I, yeah, I just need to step in here because I think, and I've been giving this because you're the social guy. I am, you a know, social it's, impact guy. it's, it's about people, you yes. know, and when, when we look at this world of AI, and I think we've got this kind of Terminator.
1: Yeah, Skynet it, thing.
2: Yeah, a mindset in our mind. And, and I think people like Elon Musk are, are perpetuating this myth. But at the end of the day. Well,
1: he's like the big pharmaceutical company putting he, the flu into the society he, so he, he can sell really some drugs. Is.
2: No, he, he really is. Cause you know what? What happens if we just get a whole lot of little R2D2s? You know, as a, as opposed to the Terminator, I'd get one of those. Yeah, I, I mean they're really cool
0: little things, and like, and, like a banking bot, exactly, a bank like app. a
2: banking bot that actually worked. <laughs> um, Sorry, so, so. I just I can't believe I let that slip by. <laughs> no, exactly, a little R two D two, a little A B S A. Yeah, so so, but but I think this world of AI, uh, you know, it's it's a set of algorithms, and we need to separate the world of AI from, you know, a a, a process to the hardware that is that it's encapsulated in you know because if we've got a, an ai algorithm sitting in a in a, a tractor that's fantastic it's a cool little r2d2 little bot that's going to drive around and it's going to produce a whole lot more food for us mm. But the challenge is, is is we've got this idea of AI kind of coming and taking us over and assimilating us. It's like the Borg in Star Wars. I don't Star think Trek.
1: I don't think yeah. all of that's going to happen on a Tuesday. No. But I'm pretty sure that… Maybe by Wednesday. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll take some time. <laughs> in that case, I'll see you next Tuesday. I'll see yeah. you next <laughs> ju- <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> hey, Uncensored Rock and Roll. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hashtag that just now. <laughs> okay. Cool. But But that's the thing. I mean… There is so much about to happen, and it's about to happen. That leads to the question, can you focus your attention on being disruptive? Or do you only look back and be like, wow, we were disruptive?
0: <laughs> or, or we were disrupted. Or we were disrupted. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's, that's more likely these days. <laughs> Which is the case, right? And I guess, actually, you're going right back to the heart of this problem. Yeah, we are. The I'm consumers. asking why. I'm only on my fourth wife. So I've got one more left. Oh, oh okay. good. Ooh, you, not bad. Hey, you're doing so well for a youngster. Fourth wife. <laughs> oh. Maybe I'll see fourth you next Tuesday as well.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Come on now. So you're going right back to the same problem, right? The yeah. consumer who is actually the user and driving this disruption that is in the organizations that are always going to be disrupted. That change. Must just be overwhelming, I guess, over time. Yeah,
2: I, I think it comes back to a point you made earlier, Brett, about how do you go through the agile process? Mm. The, the challenge is what do we have right here, right now. You know, and we spoke about UBI, and I think it's a very difficult concept for people to grasp in a world that it's not really right for at the moment yeah. our economic systems, etc. Uh, I was saying are, that we're pretty much halfway there with Sasa.
0: Well, so there we are for the next day, oh, for the see, next uh, 14 days. Well, is well, that, is that the
1: 17 million grants that went? Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. That yeah. yeah. I mean, that's
0: pretty close to UBI. We need to make it more of an income and less of a support structure.
1: Totally. So talk about disruptive forces then. Like this is this is a force designed for good. Okay, mm. UBI, un- universal yeah. basic income. It's to make sure that middle-class people still are able to buy bread, keep things going. Will it not make the and human TVs and internet. And t- yeah, all the luxury stuff. Hmm. Would it not make the human f- workforce more complacent? Well, it depends
2: what you mean by workforce.
1: Because well, they'd have to be That's doing. Yeah. No, no, no so but seventeen
0: million workforce, but they aren't working
2: because they maybe aren't they're the in thought science. force. No, absolutely, because no. I mean, uh, I mean, this idea of it. It's what's his name, Gerber it created this this idea around bullshit jobs. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of jobs that we have – He was the only one that created that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I agree with him because, yeah. I mean, if you look at most jobs today, they, they lack meaning and purpose. So, so do we honestly not want to automate those jobs? I mean, I mean seriously, why, why would you want to do a job that is devoid of any value to you as a human being? And technology has got to step in yeah. and take that role.
1: So what starts to happen then is universal basic income combined with automation, machine learning, AI, and blockchain, and blockchain exactly to regulate the whole system. Basically, takes the entire planetary structure of society and turns it from what you were talking about an organizational structure from yes, it. that exactly turns in the together. entire world becomes flat because everybody then becomes goal oriented. So you're empowered now. You don't need to need. Correct. Yeah. You, so you get to focus. On fixing the societal issues, correct, like filling in a pothole.
2: Here, here's a really cool thought for you. No, no, seriously, I, I've got a really cool thought for you. And I, I read this—I so can't remember who who, who wrote it—but mm. what happens if every human being yeah. became a central bank? So you start because I mean, think about the well, banking. My mattress. No, 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 no. Your, your value, that what you contribute to society mm. is put into a debit and a credit system. So, yes. so I, I want to give you something and I, we need a value of exchange. We've got a debit and a credit system that enables that potentially a blockchain type of solution. Yeah. Or money? No, no, no. Hang on. Okay. No, no, hang on. I don't like I, money. No, because – Sounds like you're talking about money. No, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a means of exchange Don't confuse it's money It's quid pro
1: quo You yeah. get something for
2: something Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't confuse money. money With means of, means of exchange no, hang on but, but what you're able to <laughs> Shut up, bank <laughs> I've lost my thought Wait, wait, wait. But, but essentially Through a process of contributing To the value of society mm. I'm increasing my Well, I'm balancing up My debit and credit But money is now Through a form of, of Sweat equity As opposed so to
1: Instead of a carbon tax We have like an input tax exactly. Or a societal tax and,
2: and what we do do Is we get rid do of do. The, We get rid of Absa's to create fractional money, and
0: which is essentially the point. Mm. But isn't so? I, mean, I guess also like blockchain takes mm. out a lot of that fractional totally. stuff, right? Because transaction is actually a layer of fifteen different people yeah. in the process oh, taking their small the percentage process, man, uh, just to be able to transact, right? So blockchain that d- goes a long way to yeah. doing that. So I can't get that, Mike. So, um, I just think the problem is like money as your exchange point is very difficult to disrupt. And maybe that's what needs to be disrupted. Well, it's the
2: key to disruption because I mean, if we look at poverty and inequality, it's the root cause sits in money. Mm. You got to understand money.
1: Well, I I recently went to Zimbabwe, and corruption due to money is
2: causing the downfall of the infrastructure. Have you not been in South Africa recently? No, no, it was cool. (laughs) I
1: just I just wanted to fast forward and look into the future for a while. But a,
2: a very good point because it's it's a serious
1: issue. So. There are 10 minutes left in, in our allotted time for this futurology episode of disruption and everything else and uh, we've retweeted the last three episodes that we spoke about machine learning, uh, agile and the future of knowledge. So let's talk about experience and there's two types. There's the experience we keep with us and we learn from and there's the experience we have now. Now, I've said it a number of times on the show that I really believe that we're moving into the age of experience where we've mm, yes. we've accepted yeah. We've accepted this idea that technology is a part of our lives. We've accepted the fact that we have devices and this ubiquitous access to t- to knowledge. But now, we so that's there. Now we want it to do something for us. And you said in your in your article I think you touched on that point. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all great to start doing the the Netflix here and the you know the Facebook there and we want to do it all at the same time if we want to. But it's all about experience. It's forcing bricks and mortar places to be more experience-based, more more consumer-centric. Um, well, it's turning products into services, right? Exactly. And, and making sure that experience is something worth sharing, something because ultimately it's yeah. about humans. And that's what we came to as well. So, yes, yes you can have all the automation in the world. Did, didn't someone put that on LinkedIn a short while ago? Yes, I think we did, and we'll share that. But uh, yes. maybe last night or the day before. Have you tweeted it yet? <laughs> yes, I have. Okay, good. Humans to humans. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm self-indulgently looking at my own Twitter feed Not yours, sorry (laughs) (laughs) That happens from time to time as well You see now if the experience is worth sharing One person will share it with many Yes And that's where a lot of the power Still sits with humanity
0: Oh, are we going to tie this back To Mike's version of value exchange Because if experience Is what the true value is And being able to share That experience Is your tradable yeah. Monetary. So yep. are we getting into a world where social currency yes. is what rules? I think so. And and, and governed by AI. Have you seen that, 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 that series called Corporation, where they go around trying to get likes from their different friends? And depending on how many likes or followers you have, you get into certain clubs or uh, elite no, areas or it. non-elite areas. And it segregates society through how many social influences you have.
2: Uh, Okay. It's like clout.
0: Hey, it's kind of like clout. clout. So based on your clout grading is where you sit in society. That's quite fascinating. But that's,
1: I think that's brilliant actually. Like we're all on this spinning orb at the same time together. Like I can have all the money in the world and none of the experience or I can have all the experiences in the world and none of the money. There's got to be a middle ground
2: where I can, even though you got the money, you got the experience. But give me, give me UBI, give me universal basic income,
1: give me some money. But so I can exist. Let, yeah. And let me be a hedonistic
0: society where I can go and find the happiness while I'm here. Also, the scary part is how far does that experience stretch, right? Yeah. it could, could, could get into some seriously dark web areas.
2: No, for sure. I mean, it's a whole world of virtual reality. So our forecast of the future is going to be, are we
1: moving to, to a utopian society existence or are we going to a dystopian society? I'm still very much on <sighs> – I like to think of myself as an optimist, but I still think we're going to end up as a bunch of meat blobs riding riding around on on hover chairs with robots, serving us food and content
0: whenever we want. Because we're the Duracells.
1: Yes. We're literally just the thought force, the the battery. No, I'm on the opposite camp. Well, that's great. I'm I'm looking
0: forward to getting there. So, Brett, can we just mute Mike and we'll carry on with our conversation. Yes, do that.
1: Downward spiral. There we go. There we go. The doomsday (laughs) prophecy. (laughs)
2: So tell us more, Mike, because your son's a little bit shinier and ours is a little bit duller. I, 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 no, I, I just, if, if we continue on the current tra- trajectory and, and, See, I can't speak today because I had too many beers last night. But anyway. We'll replace you with an automated bot for the yes, next week. Yes, a little time. AI bot. Suddenly there'll be a little Michael sitting here. <laughs> little R2 Michael dot. Um, but but really, if we carry on on the, on the traje- trajectory that we're on. The path. The path. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. I can't simplify it today. I can't say Thothorth either, so it's fine. <laughs> thirty six tomatos, but anyway, um, the point is, if you look at that yes, it, it does paint some very, very scary pictures, and i think that 's why an elon musk does does look at that, but I think the flip side of this, as we evolve, and I think there are going to be some very powerful forces that will come into mm-hmm. play that are not technology forces mm-hmm. um, that will disrupt everything that 's going on, you know if we look at our systems of governance, systems of economic systems of of living, etc. I think they're going to be very powerful disruptive forces that are not seen yet are underneath this. this. And I think once this whole cauldron of forces, technological forces, social forces, all these forces combine, mm-hmm. we will see a very, very interesting uh, future for me that will evolve. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: And, and, and that's why I'm very positive about it. But I think we're going to go through hell to get there. I still feel like we've got some questions to kind of unhook, and I'm really excited to get some experts to help us think through the payment ecosystems, think through uh, the impact of blockchain on our financial systems. Because all of this somehow is tied together. And our political systems and And all those. We need to get some future thinkers around uh, society, political thinking, the psychology of humans Uh, and change.
1: Well, let's call them now. If you're listening to this, whether it's podcast, live or otherwise. Mm. Get I involved I agree you, you, you follow the tweets Hashtag us in Email Cliff Central They'll put you in touch with us mm. I agree Let's get some some real stuff doing So mm. let, well, let's, let's talk so we can do Oh, fantastic Excellent Is that your hashtag? Well, no, my too? hashtag will always be The future is coming no. well, What it looks like will be different Based on the person <laughs> I, didn't but know, I didn't know the future could come The there, future anyway. is coming <laughs>
2: And that's the show. We always
1: live in hope, I suppose. <laughs> but um, show. Okay. But that's the thing. So part of us talking about the hope, and we've got five minutes left. So part of the roundup will be the future is going to it's, – it's inevitable. And the, the, the dystopian, utopian view of it will depend on our ability to think as humans. Yeah. Now, that's why I like to call myself a digital philosopher is because a lot of interaction and thought determines the philosophies you come up with. I don't think we're going to make a bot. Therefore, I don't think he will be, if we're going to sway yep. the, the philosophy. Yeah. Bots will help us. They will always be an amplifier and extension of humanity. Yes. Uh, AI will help us. Machine learning can only be done by the things that we interact with. Um, they're not going to just – what can they do? They can't think creatively to the point where we can forecast yet, or they can forecast. So the fact that we can always dream about a hedonistic society that lives in utopia and we're like, woohoo i don't believe machines will get to a point to do to be able to do that mm. love it so with are the thought force so yeah bring it on machines rise up if you want but we've got control of you we just pull the plug yeah we we saw that with the lights in here
2: a couple of yeah, times happened a couple of times
1: today. <laughs> yeah.
2: but yeah any final thoughts before we wrap up guys um I, I i'm just really looking forward to talking people on how we do because mm-hmm. the reality is, we're right here, right now. Yeah. It uh, and we've got to understand the potential in the future. And, and I, I really am. I'm looking forward to to uh, uh, you know who we've got lined up. Cool. Uh, um. And and get people who are doing stuff to come and tell us so that that we can understand.
0: Cool. So we we got a lot happening on Twitter. Sorry, be no, no, no. I'm totally on board with Mike. Yeah. I think let's put it out there. We're looking for doers. Yeah. Uh, doers who are changing. Change starts now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great. Well, we're all on Twitter. Let's just shout out our ad handles quickly. Brett Sinclair. Brett underscore St. Clair. At Brett underscore St. Clair. At Michael underscore Cowan. And I'm at Big Brave Brett. And this has been the Hashtag Futurology Show. Hashtag the future is coming. We look forward to you next week. We're going to be talking about fintech. See you then. Cliffcentral.com.